Angel Radio, Kip Williams. That intro lets you know it's Christmas. The last two episodes of the year, the last two weeks of the year are Christmas episodes. This week, what you're going to hear is an incredible conversation that we had last week between uh, Mary Connect, formerly Mary O'Leary, John Stanizek, Tom Bennett, Steve Schultz, Diane Parker, Joe Baskerville, myself, about Christmas, about growing up in Comstock, there's a tremendous number of memories. John leads an entire discussion about people's memories of Comstock and Kalamazoo and Christmas. There's whole discussions about families, a lot, a lot of family histories from everybody, uh, just in general, and a lot of memories of growing up in Comstock. And what I asked them to do was pick out Christmas music. So. They picked out about three hours worth of Christmas music. You're not going to hear all of it in the podcast. As a matter of fact, that one that opened was picked by them. You're going to hear other Christmas music picked by them. And then when we get to the end, I'm going to tell you, I built a playlist of three hours worth of all the Christmas music they picked out, and I'm going to tell you how to get to it. So right now, let's launch back into the music, and uh, you'll hear all of us talking together. Then you're going to hear some more music, and you'll hear me near the end. And I'll tell you how to get to that playlist as well from listening to this podcast, how to listen to that. Snow, it won't be long before we'll all be there with snow. Snow. I want to wash my hands, my face, and hair with snow. Snow, I long to clear a path and lift a spade of snow. Oh, to see a great big man entirely made of snow. Where it's snowing all winter through. That's where I want to be Snowball throwing, that's what I'll do I'm longing to ski Snow, those glistening houses that seem to be built of snow Oh, to see a mountain covered with a quilt of snow What is Christmas with no snow? No white Christmas with no snow. Snow. built of snow Oh to see a mountain covered with a quilt of snow What is Christmas with no snow No white Christmas with no snow 
tries to stop Rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring Later we'll have some pumpkin pie And we'll do some caroling You will get a sentimental feeling When you hear voices singing Let's be jolly Let the halls with bottles of party Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way. Christmas tree 
Hey, Tom. Hi, Hi Steve. Tom. Hi, Steve. How you doing, John? Kip, Good. Tom. Steve, Kip. Okay, now Mary's back. back. Now Mary's You're back. back. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Mary. Evening. <laughs> Who's yeah. here? Let's see. Tom and Kip. Well, we were, we were having John. a... We were having a big discussion about dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Jill. I'm Jill. Oh, here. Jill. All the way from Belize. All the way from Belize. You're muted, oh, look, Jill. Unmute. Unmute yourself. All right, stop. How's that? That's good. That's now good. we can hear you. Hi. <laughs> oh, it is so good to see all of you. Um, I... I I hung a wreath today, and the letters what? started to go out. You may or may not have, have read them, but I get really busy for, for these two, three weeks. So, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> John. John's <laughs> not today. Yeah. Um, I got mine today, too. Okay. Well, that gives me yeah, timing. because Yours all That's got a beautiful letter. You, yours all got sent on Saturday. Yeah, so that gives me timing. And then Jill's I would get there on March. No, Jill, Jill, what Jill and I worked it out. She got hers by email today, the same day that everybody was hitting their mailbox. So the timing was yeah. about the same. <laughs> yeah. So perfect. Yeah, I got I got a wreath up on the door, and then I've got. You all tonight, and then this weekend is the holiday party out at the Heron, and uh, I'll catch people there, and then I'll get my tree up on Sunday, because, well, yeah, my, my life gets really busy about now. I mean, literally, <laughs> my, my phone stacks up with people going, can you stop by and get, or where can I drop off, and by the same token... Because I've, if you've read it, I've been doing it for so long, the donation coordinators at different places will get a hold of me and go, we've got plenty of toys. Do you have this, this, and this? Well, yeah, I do. And then I'll get the toys shunted, you know, some, somewhere else. So. So, Kip, do you have people that are helping you to shuttle these? And like, I, uh, you have a little crew? Or a van or something? I, yeah. I... I have sometimes had people help me with the mailing, but other than that, it's pretty well a solo effort. Wow. So I, yeah. Do you have a little big bag on your back and a red hat? Um, I think he could. Oh, you got blue hat. Yeah, he could. I do have. He's got a start here. Right. I do have, I mean, I do have big bags. They turn white. Is there a greater need for adult stuff or ch children's stuff? Adult stuff. That's a good question. That's adult, a good question. Okay, okay, adult stuff. And I, you know, it's like I wrote this nice letter, but but with the agencies that I service, the domestic violence shelter is always top of the list. Um, Compass House, the LGBTQ teen emergency shelter is, is the second one, but those are late teens. Um, Cornerstone Manor, which is the homeless for women and families. So people think toys, but really what's needed, believe it or not, are things like laundry detergent. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. During the pandemic, I had a huge number of women working for me who were nurses. And it was great because they would buy cases of 
menstrual products. So yeah. Those are expensive because yeah, those are so expensive. And and so I could give those to, you know, the the domestic violence shelter, the the, the women and children shelter, because it's so expensive. I used um, to do that at my house. By <laughs> case to the menstrual True. product. But <laughs> and my doll, yeah. then I left. But to answer to answer your question, John, um, when it comes to clothing, um, in order because it's Buffalo and it's this time of year, yeah. socks. You'd be amazed how many homeless people do not have socks, and just I mean, it's a huge item to give yeah. people socks. Wow. And then everybody gives women's clothes. It's really interesting. Not a lot of people give men's clothes, mm -hmm. you know, but people think, so they give women's clothes. And I was talking with Patty, the donation coordinator at, at uh, Friends of the Night People, and she said, I swear to God, it's because it's just cultural conditioning. You men will wear things until you can't wear them anymore. And, <laughs> and, and women will. And they will keep wearing them. Right. Yeah. And, and women will. You know, right. So. Right. So that, but the real, yes, John, the real need, because everybody does toys, everybody does mm -hmm. toys. Yeah. So, the, so the real need is, is for adult things. And sometimes a lot of things that, that you and I just take for granted or don't, Diane's coming in or, or that we, hi, Diane. That's because I just reminded her to get on the call. <laughs> and she's muted too. So, hey, Kip, have you ever partnered with Boombas? Uh, no, I, I've I've thought about it. I haven't. Yeah, because they do they do so. There's a there's a sock company called Boombas. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Everyone, they give our center like mm -hmm. hundreds of pairs of socks. Really, every year at the holidays. I hate to do this, but I got to take five minutes to take this call. Diane, right, you're we'll, still. We'll talk about you while you're gone. And, yeah. and get, 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 Di get Diane unmuted. <laughs> Diane, <laughs> unmute yourself. Unmute you're yourself. Talking, you're talking. <laughs> what you're talking. And you're you muted. I, go. There we there go. You go. There you go. Right, I just have to get comfortable. I got hey, It's looking like you're like you're dancing around the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Mary walking around the house. Make me a drink. <laughs> Hi, Mayor. Hello. They're probably I'm not going to I'm glad you joined anything. us. Oh, um, because Billy Hi, everybody. Hi, Jill. Are you comfortable now, dear? Um, no, I'm trying to put my ottoman up real quick. Oh. Does everybody have their ottoman? Hello? All right. Sorry. I, huh, okay. Jill, do you oh, put a tree up in Belize? You know, I do. Now, you know, we don't go out and cut it like we did in Michigan. But so they have fake trees, which is hard for me to adjust to. But I need a tree. So I bought mm -hmm. one. And yeah. I've got ornaments on it and lights. It's nice. Really nice. Let's see it. Huh? I'm sitting oh. right in front of mine. Well, oh, where's your oh, tree? Yeah, you are. <laughs> I should have sat in front of mine. I like uh, in Florida when they do. Oh, oh I just love Did you guys coordinate? <laughs> and and Belizeans, they celebrate Christmas big time. Do oh. they? Oh, yeah. There's uh, no separation of church and state. Uh, <laughs> so they Hi, can see God and they can wish you doing, Christmas. They can do all of that. And so it's an, it's an important holiday for them. 
so my little crew, I made two cookies for them. They come by, they're all under 12 and, um, they can, beat me at, they can beat me at darts, but they were just, they were flipping out over the tree. <laughs> oh, so money people don't have trees there? Well, you, you, it's not an affordable item. I mean, this tree costs, oh, probably 150 Belize. Hmm. And so. Which is what, uh, which is what you conversion. Because it's, it's two to one. So if I, if I spent a uh, hundred Belize, it'd be 50 us. Okay. Uh, so it, I, it's trees a are expensive you know, this year. My girlfriend just spent $200 for just a average tree. Even the fake ones are ridiculous. They are. They are. Does everybody yeah. have ornaments from when they were kids when we were younger? Um, yeah. I have some of my mom's I don't have, but you know, just her ornaments. And, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. No, so I've, I've I, collected that. I want to get rid of a whole box this year. It's like, I'm not putting <laughs> all this stuff away. I, did, I didn't put any of my like crystal one, you know, like Svarsky crystal ones or anything, but I only have two prongs in my tree. So I'm like, well, what if it falls over? Oh, I couldn't find the prong. And then I found it in a baggie after the trees up and stuff. And I'm like, all right, there's no dogs or animals or kids. So it'll be fine. Are you no talking kid. about the prongs for your stand? Yes. It, you get oh, two out of three? <laughs> and that? it stays up? You get two out of three? Yeah. And it stays up. What do you got, it's a up. book under it? No. 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 It's up. <laughs> it's, so, it's even you know, straight. Chicago phone book doesn't exist anymore. That's not going to work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So Jill, no, I and then I did. You know, I tried to crawl under there and put the third prong in, but it wasn't um, aligned with the hole. So I'm like, oh, forget it, and I'm done. <laughs> Jill, the only ornaments that I have from when I was a kid is my mom had bought this set of these ornaments that are about uh, about ten inches long. Here, I'll show you. Anyway, oh, yeah. from, from Gilmore's, from Gilmore's department. Oh, store. Yeah. Yeah. Gilmore's. Are so they passed Gilmore's away one? because there were there were like six of them left out of the eight that she originally bought. We oh. each took one. So, oh, that's that's precious. Did, did you drop the other two, John? <laughs> no, so, shot him with his BB gun. Oh, 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 those are cool. Look at classic. Yeah, you don't find them like yeah. that. Those are classic. You know, you My, um, so we were all fighting over them, so we finally said, all right, everybody gets one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need. You and if yours, if yours breaks, you're, you're out of luck. Yep. <laughs> well, My um, cousin sent me um, my a nativity set that my mom painted, so I have that. But oh. I don't have, I didn't dig it out, so I don't have it up this year. Shame on me. I, you know what I, I just, it's a treasure. I got a little, um, hurt. I don't know. What do you, what, you're hurt. A nativity I'm kidding. A yurt. Yeah. A nativity. I was going to say, I've I'm, built, kidding. I'm kidding. I've built yurts. So, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, no. The yurts only got three out of four legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, you got big do so with what you got. Really you know, you got to work with what you got. You no. it, it has to have the whole route. And, and by the way, and, and I don't know if we, I think I've said this before. I really do build yurts. I really, I put one up every year and, and take one down. For the yeah, herd. that's what you said. And you were going to make it permanent this year? It's permanent because, and this is why it's permanent. It's made out of wood and oh. it's permanent. Because okay. what Ryan and I figured out, when we were growing up, and you know the stories they would tell us about how the Mongols would go across the desert and they would stop for the night and throw the yurt up and take yeah. the yurt down. And, okay, it takes six qualified people who understand tools 10 hours to put the frame up. That's not even yeah. the skin, okay? Yeah, so you got to be staying for a week. If they you're they lied to us when we were kids. They did not throw that up in the evening when they stopped. <laughs> It didn't happen. They had groupies. Kip, they had groupies. They had groupies go out ahead, set up. And then they moved out the next morning. The groupies tore it down, moved it to the next campsite. I, no, I've, I, I, and they were always ahead of the concert. Right. That's right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They, had a, they, they, actually, they actually had two sets. They were right. walking. Yeah, they were they had load in and load out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, no, and, and you really got me thinking with what you were saying because... I had Christmas nativity sets, villages, ornaments all the way back to my grandparents. And in the course of a few things in my life, I don't have them anymore. And mm -hmm. I finally started huh. over again last year. But but I really think I'm going to go on the quest to see if I can't at least get some of those back because they've, they've been with, with my family for so long. How are you going to, yeah. do you know who has them? Yeah. Oh, I kind of is it going to require a yeah. search warrant? <laughs> End of story. Right? <laughs> we'll just, or or a B and E. Yeah. Mary's got it right there. That's more than anything. I think it's going to require it's gonna be a, a B and E. A B and E on a storage unit. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but but no, uh, I, you've got the black clothes for the you know for yeah, the, for the clothes. Somebody attack. Somebody finally. Figured, pull your hat down, cut a couple holes. Well, somebody finally figured it out and okay. went, all you do is put, somebody figured it out and finally went, all you do is put sleeves on what you wear come winter. You, do you ever wear anything except black? I'm trying to show you. How do I do that? I have to Here do my phone. This is Lola's nativity scene. Her husband gave it to oh. me. I don't know if you can see it. Oh yeah, cool. Oh, that's oh, yeah. beautiful. Look at that. That is really sweet. Oh, that is. Yeah. I've got to get one. There, there you, go. you go, Mayor. I'm glad yeah. you did that. Just like a big brown that's thing with lights really on. You see, now that I'm thinking of it, you know, when it's brought right my mouth up, girls. it's like I got to find one of those this time of year oh. for next year. Yeah, I bet we could do. Our, yeah, our first year. <laughs> first year. Yeah. He's not. He's not he's religious not. or anything, you know, and. He's like, I won't ever use, I won't ever put this up. But this was her mom's. Wow. Wow. I got a really Super nice old. thank you note. I got a really nice thank you note from him. Oh, did son did the most, did a lot of them, Lola and Patty and her daughter-in-law and Patty. I don't wow. think that Chris did. No, I don't Chris, think he'd be capable of it. I don't think Chris did any of Go. them. Wow. Yeah. Right. So. Well, I'm glad you nativity set. That's but my I, tree. But I had a really good, yeah, I had a really good birthday. I did not spend it in ER. So that, that, that's how we measure birthdays for me anymore. Did you get my email? I'm like, yes, I did. Email. 
I hope you didn't say it in the ER. No, I did uh -oh. not. I was, uh oh, there goes Mary. There she there is. She is. is. Yeah. Oh, you're getting good at this, I'm Mary. Looking, She's moving and hitting her video button. But, so that means that we're all now, card. now that Kip has turned 66, we're all at least that age, right? Yeah. 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 67 this month. Oh. Mm hmm. Okay. How'd you get 67, Jill? Huh? But she had to wait till she was five to start school. I, I mean, Kip and I, John, we all started when we were four. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you are you a yeah, Jody Irish twin? Get me out of the house. Are you a Jody hmm? Irish twin? Were you guys like born within a year, twelve months of each other? <laughs> really? Well, she's old for our grade. What'd you call that, Tom? No, I, I was. Twins. I haven't heard that. Less than a year. Older. Less than a year as yeah. Irish twins. Mary knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, Mary should know. Yep, you Kevin know? and I are Irish twins. Yeah. Are you? Uh huh. Well, oh, really, legally, he's a um, a week away. My birthday's August second, and his is August 9th. Close oh, enough. Close. No, that's, that's close, close enough. enough. It's close enough. That would draw yeah. a flag. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's my dog. Hi, what are you Why waste time? Mary, oh, who's above what? you? Who's Theo. above you? Theo. Theo. Oh, my dog. Theo, um, Theo he's nice like, view. where are you? How many kids do the Crookstons have that lived across the street from you? Mm. I can't remember. Whoa. One family had nine and one had 11, you know, the yeah. cousins. Oh, yeah, because I remember like the two families had like 20. Oh, yeah, there's so many of them. Like we we only we only needed us and the Kirksons to play football. I just remember that, <laughs> you know. And the, oh, and the Easleys. Do you guys remember Mike and Denise Easley? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Isn't Mike so, married to Denise Learman? Yeah. Mike married Denise. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Did Easleys yeah, live by you guys? What? Did Easleys live by you guys, Mary? Did, next by right you next door. Yeah. Oh, I thought they lived over there on Lucerne or down that way. No, they live no, right they, on. They live right on Nazareth, uh, right they, next to us. They lived on Nazareth in that neighborhood because. Well, they, yeah. Because we knew because we moved off of we knew we moved off of Borges. Gina was around the corner. Um, yeah. The flowers were and the Paquins were down the street, and then we because when we went to Orinoco. Um, that's when I moved, like the Perks, the Billingsleys, the Hunts. Yeah, you were upscale there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Hansons down the street. I just, I just <laughs> had the pleasure of seeing Mike and Sarah Billingsley last weekend. You know, when he came home from his mo for his yeah. mom's funeral. I know. I have pictures of you waving and him flipping me off. <laughs> <laughs> wait, now wait a minute. I was. I had the I love you sign. That's right. He was, I know. He was flipping you off. I know. I, I, I have that very clear. I have, I have that picture. <laughs> he didn't say, let's take a picture, and I'm going to send it to Kip and flip Kip off. He said, let's take a picture, Mayor. It's okay. <laughs> we were up at Kev's house. Yeah, in Byron yeah. Center. So, uh, wow. But I, yeah. I'm going to say something and then let you all talk. I, you all have it by now. Jill got hers email. Mm -hmm. I want you to know.
Joe. I meant Joe every Kugler. single word of it. That you all are incredibly important to me. And what has happened over this last year, in a lot of ways, this bunch right here helped me regain a piece of myself that I thought I had lost forever. Mm -hmm. You're pretty awesome people. And I love you very much. Awesome. And I meant what I said. Anything, anytime, anywhere. You call, I'll be there. We love you right back, Kip. Yeah, love you, Kip. Right back at you. Ah, I had to say that. So, <laughs> plus, you just you got to—you just got to see something very few people ever see. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Um, yeah. I do believe that too. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I was, and, and, and I was thinking about it and John, you and I have talked about it. We've talked about it here in the meeting. There was a great podcast episode of Axios, One Big Thing this week. And it was with a social psychologist who's done this incredible study, long-term study. And, and what she was talking about was the importance of connection. And sometimes I, I miss being physically away from everybody but the more she talked to people, the more she realized that what we're doing right here, just that real-time connection, even if it's over video, is just as fulfilling and just as important. And, mm -hmm. and really, really adds to, to, to people's sense of connection and sense of fulfillment and sense of happiness. You know, you know there, there's always the talk about the negativity of social media and easy access and all the rest of it, but this is a representation of why it's so important and it's, it can be a value. Right. Or how it can be a value, right, Joe? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I just, somebody just the other day, I was saying, you know, if it wasn't for the fact, if, if, if it wasn't for the fact for my ability to connect with people through Facebook and stay in touch with some people, I would have gotten rid of it a long time ago. Because I don't yeah. need the commercialism part of it. I don't right. need the sales part of it. I only want it so that I can have the, the quick ability to yep. to connect with people yeah. and even find people that that you have been disconnected with. Like yeah. I just got a friend request from Scott Moore. Diane, I think you're a friend with Scott Moore's. Really? And, and yeah, and I hadn't heard from I mean Scott Moore, somebody from, from high school that I hadn't heard from. And I and I, I when it does, it warms my heart. I mean I, I feel <laughs> I you know, agree, Don. I agree. Right. And speaking of warm hearts, Mary, next weekend, my family and I are going to um, La Cantina Ooh. with the yep. with the certificate from your um, auction. Uh, and I talked. I had a really nice conversation. I've had two really great conversations with Eva, and she says, "Abba, Abba, so much nice things to say about you." Abba and my wife are tight. Are they? Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and my mom and I was mom were tight. Oh, so, Rose. Yeah. yeah. La Cantina is still there and still in oh, business. Oh, man, yeah. And I go out there on my wow. birthday. Patch. Really? Because I saw I I, for whatever reason, it came up in my feed that Boonzayer's Bakery is closing after <laughs> Friday. years. Yeah. Or no, Friday 23rd. Yeah. Okay. Right now. <laughs> So. Yeah, oh, my well, birthday cakes always came from Boone's Heirs. Oh, wow. Love that Bavarian cream. 
Oh, my, I know it. My mom oh. got every birthday cake. Yeah, she got every birthday cake from Boone's Heirs. Yeah. All I got was a rock. <laughs> okay, Charlie Brown. <laughs> rock of what? Yeah. yeah. Rock upside my head most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> my mom would always say, dime or a present. I was wondering why no one was answering my questions. My mic was off. You were muted. Oh, you were muted. Go ahead. Well, a probably a good thing. Do you have a floor you want to ask? You got the floor, Diane. What is it? No, nothing. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to say, where was that uh, bakery at? I never heard of it, but you know. It was down by the old Sears building. Yeah. Oh, okay. Verdict. I'm down by Crosstown Parkway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cross- Moved away at cross- 19, yeah. so. Yeah. Before yeah. I was buying cakes, there was oh, a there cakes. was a Paris cleaners, the old purple palace Paris cleaners. I remember oh, the yeah. cleaners. Yeah. I remember the Paris cleaners. Yeah, yeah me too. right there. But then, then Bert down there, the flower yeah. place. But then Bert's bakery that went down and by the, is the old fish and Comstock down by the river, down by yeah. the river, you know, um, you know living in a van down by the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyhow, um. <laughs> That's Bert, and he was a Boone's there, or yeah, they're, from the they're cousins, there. I think, or something. Yeah, some relationship there, Mary. Right, and their yeah. cakes were like the same. That's the same. It's the same formula or the same recipe. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's, they're pretty good too. There, there's another that one you're talking about is in Comstock, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it still there? Yeah, uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they donate totally, to us. They donate to us every year. Down Comstock. Yeah. And there's also a burnt on um, Kilgore and Westage. Right there by that like powerhouse gym. Nah. I wouldn't know about gyms. <laughs> don't, don't it's like no. And I've never been on Twitter and never will be. <laughs> oh my god, I got on it. What last year, maybe a year and a half ago? I loved it. Oh, really? <laughs> it was so fun. You mean X? It's uh, wow. It's, it's, it's X now, now yeah. that it's now X, but it right. could be entertaining. I'll put it that way. There, you talk was, about influencers, and mm, people. All they're doing is just trying to get followers, and then they get what? so many. They get five thousand followers, and then they're they reach a certain level, and then they a million. I think advertisements, yeah, and then, yeah, it's it's crazy. But well, I just uh, like I mean, following people that. Um, have the same interests. Yeah. It's usually oh, like crash TV. <laughs> you just write st- I don't know. It's very entertaining to me, but I haven't been <laughs> on it in a long time. It was like Twitter. When I first heard about it, I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. I can't believe it's still around. And then I got on it and liked it 10 years after the fact. But <laughs> well, if you're following people that have common interests, then there's, there's something to that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know you'll talk about you know a debate or you know just different things or a certain show or whatever or the conversation you had with your classmates last night. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Notice notice how many followers we have. She, she's gonna she's gonna run a poster right after this. Huge. You no, I haven't been on a long time, but it, it was very entertaining for a while. I don't have time to do that kind of stuff, you know, so it's like I can only have one um, one sort of trashy interest at a time. But <laughs> I can really get into it. The, the other part of it is, is wait till you retire, Diane, because then you'll have even less time. 
yeah. right. Yeah, right. It is. Me, I got it. I have no idea how I accomplished what I used to accomplish in a day. It, well, takes, you, it, takes, it takes me longer right. to get me anything either. done. You know, it's just longer. And just like putting my Christmas up, it takes me four days because right. I take breaks, you know, last mm-hmm. one. <laughs> They're called naps. <laughs> no, no naps. Sit but, down no, probably then, more know, like Mary you know, or something going on like this. But but refer- <laughs> referencing what Tom said, I mean, you said seven. Trust me, because I see all the stats off the podcast, okay? And I put an episode up of Comstock Breakfast Club 75 the next day, and it explodes. Huh. Wow. Literally. And it what? I, it, um, it explodes in terms of listenership. I mean, it literally does. It, you'd be amazed. And all of it is out of Michigan with some outliers in Wisconsin and Ohio. Um, but it explodes. Yeah, that, I was going to ask you, Kip, so you can actually see where the people are located who are watching? I, I don't know who it is. It's but you it, know where? I know where. I know lo- location. You do. It, oh. Right. It's not personalized down to IP address and user. I don't know who. But I can tell by state and yeah. by city. Okay. How really? do you do that? At IP, ad- IP addresses bounce, mm-hmm. and you, you can look. I had a website like that, Bill, and you can. It's nice. You learn something. You do. Yeah. You learn. Steve, mm-hmm. Steve, you look like a priest. Your little zipper thing looks like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Anymore. No. <laughs> Would you please bless us? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, because I can I can literally track it. Um, a heron episode explodes big, but that's Pennsylvania and New York. When I do those in the spring and summer, these episodes all year long. The next morning, that after I publish it, not because I won't get this one up for you know it'll take me a little mm-hmm. bit, but. It explodes. I mean, it's like you can see it start to pop. I can always tell, and I can tell when a Billingsley tunes in because San Francisco or pops right up. You know, it's <laughs> like he's, he's grabbing it. Um, you do you advertise it in any other um, media other than Facebook? I I'm on Spotify, iHeartRadio. I used to be on SiriusXM until mm-hmm. we had a severe disagreement about what constituted a podcast. Um, and they had me in a really crummy slot. It was once a week, I think on Wednesdays at three in the morning. Ooh, you know, over, oh, over, yeah. Ouch. And it wasn't really. And did you have to do that live? That one I had to do live. That sucked. Oh. So, wow. Um, but, but I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, like if you've gotten Alexa and you told Alexa to find Desolation Angel Radio, it would. You know, I'm playing. So, oh. but yeah, she's my roommate. <laughs> but I don't. It, it, here's the thing, <laughs> right, Shell? Here's no, the thing. The Be, because I don't, I don't have sponsors. You know, I don't have sponsors and don't have commercials. So everything's at my cost or or my expense, and I really don't want to pay to advertise, which is what I would have to have to do. Right. So. But I'm listed with all the streaming services. I'm like I say, I'm with, uh, I'm with all the streaming services. And then, the other part of it is, like the link I put up. You saw me put up today. 
Mm-hmm. That's not an episode link. That's the whole show. That's 13 years worth of shows. Okay, Ooh. that's the whole library. Um, wow. It goes back. So, Kip, so. Can, I, can I switch gears a little bit? Absolutely. I'm just nattering okay. on. Well, seeing as <laughs> we're, you know, a few weeks away from Christmas, I thought it might be interesting to ask everyone what your fondest memories are of when we were going in Kalamazoo Uh-oh. of the holidays. This is why we're friends, John, because in my head while I was nattering, I was trying to think of a way to switch gears and and, <laughs> and go right along that same kind of vein. I'm staring at Diane's tree, and I mean, I, yeah. I you know, I remember oh, Christmas John. things at St. Mary's with Mary and yeah. with college and things. But, I mean, there's some things that, that we used to do as a family with, with my mom and stuff. But, so I'd like, I'd love to hear what, like, like if you have favorite memories in Kalamazoo Absolutely. growing up of, of the holidays, whether it was at your house or stuff that you did or someplace you went or whatever it was. So who wants to go first? Well, okay, go. Um, we used to go and cut down a Christmas tree. Where did you go, Jill? Um, I, you know what? I can't even remember now, but it was so special. And my, my dad was always busy, so the fact that he would take the time to take the four of us out to select a Christmas tree was a big deal. And then we would go home, and Mom would make eggnog, and she'd str- have a string cranberries and popcorn. And then the big deal was hanging our stockings over the fireplace, you know? And then Christmas Day, we'd take them down. They were stuffed, <laughs> You know. Did you get an orange in your stocking? Who else got oranges? Yeah, I got fruit. I mean, yeah, I, orange yeah, I mean, and grapefruit. Right, and then so? I got um, I got, I got nuts. You know those those nuts you had to crack walnuts, walnuts, you know, yes. right. pecans, Brazil nuts that you uh-huh. can't get open. I got a whole pile of those in the bottom of my stocking. So <laughs> oh, I like I, those. And then I made I made my kids do the same thing. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's stackings are a really, really big deal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, here mm-hmm. in our house, you know, with Lexi and Larry, it's like the, the stockings are the best. And then one year I forgot. Well, I didn't forget. I had a stocking downstairs, and that, so now I have to fill like two stockings for her. But it's like we still. <laughs> do, I love it, you know. Oh yeah, they're important. Ugh. But I think that was one of your, up, that's what, one of your favorite memories, Jill, is the. The tree. It's a very great memory. That's popcorn and cranberries and the stockings. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right, when, Diane. you know, we listened to uh, uh, Mikhail Brishnikov's Nutcracker Suite Ballet. Wow. That a was a lot more, lot much more classy than our family. I know, <laughs> right? I heard my eyes tear up, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's wow. A strong wow. memory. Mm-hmm. My family wow. played poker, Aww. so. Really? A lot of them would have to run home and get cash, <laughs> <laughs> but we played we played poker. You know? So, so while you were springing cranberries and popcorn, Diane was dealing in. <laughs> she was dealing playing five cards. It was the aunts and uncles that played poker. is wild. It was my aunts and uncles. It's like every get together. It's like they played poker. So you know we. You know, we watched and we did our own things. I think we put on plays and, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I was the decorator. I always got all my mom's decorations out and decorated, of course. Wow. That's a, uh, good memories. Not shocking. 
Yeah, <laughs> the stackies with the oranges. I'll never forget it. You know, my mom I, and stuff in those stuff. I would look forward to it. It's like right yeah. in the toe. And, oh, yeah. there it is. But did they ever tell you why they put the oranges in? Filler. I just thought it was filler. Like, no. Fill up your stuff. Well, my mom, you know, she was, um, she, what are you doing? Sorry, Theo. Um, She was, you know, um, orphaned and lived in the orphanage, right? And she grew up during a really bad time. She didn't have a very good early life. And so when we always had oranges in our stockings and it was because back then during the depression, um, they didn't get any fruit and fruit was hard to come by. And so the oranges in our stockings was always just because, you know, you have to remember that, you know, that you're blessed because you have, you have the ability to have fruit and that, you know, you have a roof over your head. And those are all the messages. Oh, that Mary, that's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's wow. like, yeah, I think I heard that too from my parents. Yeah, yeah, it's because the de- depression era, and most of our parents, you know, mm-hmm. all of our they parents, through it. They, yep. they lived yep. through it, and yeah. they didn't have fruit, and that mm-hmm. was a reminder that oh, that was a okay. blessing. Oh, yeah. special, oh. A special treat. Wow. Yep, that is. Yep, my kids, they I forgot them one year, and they're like my children because I still do stockings. And they're like, where's the oranges? <laughs> Isn't that funny? I'm yeah. thinking it was just my mom doing it, and here everyone's got oranges. All right, now we know the story. Now you it's know why. Yeah. All right, Steve. Um, gosh, there's so many. Um, I guess some of my favorite memories is when we first. I didn't move to Kalamazoo until third grade. And uh, we we uh, actually rented a house on Brook Drive, which isn't that far from Nazareth. And, you know, I went oh, to Brook no. Road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, there was still, you know, you believe in Santa. And yeah. um, I remember just, you know, wanting to go to bed. You figure the sooner you went to bed, the sooner you were going <laughs> to get up and see all the, the toys. And, you know, and, and um, wanting to go downstairs, you know, at four in the morning. Nope. Not, my dad was pretty firm. You know, we're not going down till seven and kind of mm-hmm. held to it. And so, yeah, I just remember that, you know, pretty clearly it was, it was fun. So, yeah, I think everyone had a time check on that. We had a, a very <laughs> separate, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, no waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next? Tom. Tom. Um, well, it was at our house, it was. Kind of like a mob scene, for lack of a better term. Um, well, not like my family. The mobsters play a poker. Yeah, we. Well, yeah, we didn't play poker. I think they played gin, but no, oh. um, no, they drank gin. They drank gin, <laughs> right, right? So we we celebrated Christmas that part of Christmas on Christmas Eve. We we're kind of odd in that regard, oh. I guess. So we would, uh, you know, there's eight of us, at least. For a while, there was eight of us, and then my brother Joe moved out. But we had uh, we'd all be sitting there, you know, it's Christmas Eve, everybody's wound up, we all know what's going on. And my folks go, Okay, it's time to go to bed. We're like, You gotta be quiet, or Santa's not coming. So we're up there, you can't sleep, right? You're all wound up. Oh, you know, you're all going and going and going. And then sometime, it seemed like forever, it's probably around 10, 11 o'clock, I think we're 11 o'clock at night. 
Santa's been here. Come on down. We all trampled down the steps. I mean, it was like rollerball. Oh, really? Bam, bam, get out. Oh. Like as if somebody's going to take your, you know, <laughs> take your gear. Of course, me being in the beginning of the second half, I was kind of like part of the trampled tribe. But we would get out there. We'd go through the whole thing. And my folks would make us, we'd open our gifts kind of a one at a time thing. It would go pretty Oh, we quick. did one at a time too. Right. It wasn't like we did come in there shred everything and and then it was over and then we'd have eggnog i think my folks were pretty well in the cups by then i mean they'd been sitting there throwing them back for a little while and you know and as we got older they did the older ones didn't have to go upstairs and then it finally oh. got yeah yeah i finally got to the point where okay this is not so we still opened everything up on christmas eve oh then that's we, fun right and yeah, we, I remember, we got to open one yeah well and 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 I remember one morning, you know, Steve, you talk about four o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time it was, but it was early. And I grab Lizzie and I go, Val, bam, bam. <laughs> you know, my dad comes out. All right, you two, back to bed, you know. <laughs> so we're back to bed. But, I mean, that's what it was. Then in the morning, we'd get up. I'm going to make a big breakfast. We'd head off to Mass, come on back, and that day would get on. Of course, we were probably crashing out about six o'clock, seven o'clock that night because we'd been all up the night before. But... Yeah. And, it, and and when we first, when we first, I, we didn't move out to the Comstock area until I was in third grade. So we lived in Millwood and we lived in a house. It's designed, it wasn't designed for 10 people. And our living room was pretty crowded when we did Christmas. But then we moved down to Portage Road for a little while. We were renting a house until where my folks built our house. My dad was an architect, so he designed it and it took longer than it should have been. But when we got to that house, we had a lot of room. But I mean, it was before that. It was it was amazing how many people and presents you can get in one room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people in there. So, but just to give you an idea how that goes, so my sister Liz had Thanksgiving here this year, and we went over there, and I think five of us were there. We had, we had like fifteen people, and it felt like nobody was there. Some people have 15 people and they're like in shock. How do I do this? We're kind of like, where is everybody? Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> so so those are the kind of things you remember. I remember going, uh, you know, you remember Mark Carson and Patty Carson, those guys, they lived right across the street from us as kids growing up. And their house backed up to I-94. And we lived up on a hill and we used to go over to Carson's house and slide down the hill. Now, this Forced is how. Expressway? What's that? Towards the expressway? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. quite a hill, if I remember. Right. And wow. that thing, we'd get that baby pretty slicked deep. up pretty good. And if it wasn't for the fence that you see along I-94, yeah. we'd have been out there in the eastbound lane. <laughs> <laughs> That's what stopped us. we go flying down there, bam, hit that fence at 100 miles an hour. And, and we'd get that baby slicked up, and the neighbors would, the cursors would turn on their lights. We'd ski, we'd slide all night. We'd be sliding out there till 11, 12 o'clock at night. And we did that all during Christmas vacation. It was crazy. So that's our Christmas kind of thing. Yeah. On? This is Christmas Where? Yeah. Right. Aw. That's our, my, my lab. She loves me. Oh, and Mary, her name is Rogan, and Rogan is oh. Gaelic, Gaelic for redhead. 
Yes, Aww. it is. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. supposed to be a red lab. She's not very red, but that's what we named her. So. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's a really cool name. Yeah. She's a, she loves me. <laughs> she's sound good. asleep. She is sound asleep. But okay. she sleeps like up against me all the time. Yeah, my 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 two wiener dogs are over there. Some sleep someplace. Yeah, you, it's kind of one of those you move, I move things. So. The only time that they move is when it's either time to eat, yep. poop, or go to bed. One of the two. <laughs> are they older? older? They're thirteen. They're both thirteen Uh-oh. years old. Oh, yeah. This this one likes to bring us things. She doesn't chew them up. She doesn't do anything, but. I like, let's go to bed. Let's go to bed. She looks at me like, oh, okay, I'll be up there. And she'll come up with something. She'll come up with the mail. She'll come up with a magazine. She'll, she'll come up with someone's underwear. She'll come up with something. She's constantly bringing, she'll chew it up. She'll tear it up. She like brings it. It's she a like, gift for you. Exactly. She's, yeah, she's, she's a retriever. She's just, she, she's confirming that, that you're the alpha and she loves you. She does love it. It's everything you left laying around downstairs that she brought. Yeah, she helped you clean up. Your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The other day, I looked up the closet crack. They had a pair of shoes that I just came out in the yard and kind of thing. She brings me one of those. (laughs) What are you doing? How did you get in there? So, so my wife says, I didn't ask you to retrieve anything for me. I go, (laughs) (laughs) maybe you should. So, John, did think, you have yeah. something else to say about your Christmas memories? Well, I have already? a couple of things. So first of all, Mary, my my favorite memory is not Mrs. Zook singing Oh Holy Night at Midnight Mass. <laughs> 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 right. Only Mary will appreciate that. Oh, <laughs> are, are, you, are you inferring that she couldn't sing? <laughs> oh, no. She was like a high soprano. Oh, and, oh. and she would like pierce everyone's ears. Oh. All right. Yeah. Uh, you, did you get in trouble because you turned around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, oh, uh, we looked get, away. Like, don't look away. No, no you turn you, around. You and my know, mother would slap us. So you like turn around. You look up at the choir because you know you're just like like oh my god, what's that screeching? And then we, my dad in church, he would cuff us like bam. <laughs> like, my dad had the original spot grip in church. Bam. Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so my around. my my family, you know, my dad was the youngest of eight kids with six Polish sisters, and, and every <laughs> Christmas Eve we had this thing called Vilia, which was the Polish meal and tradition at my aunt's house, and she lived down on Gull Road, down by McKenzie's Bake McKenzie's Bakery is. Yeah. Down. Oh yeah. Down in that area. Yeah. So all of my aunts and uncles would come in from all over the place and we would have Vilia. But my dad and his sisters and my, and my uncle, they would get snockered before midnight mass. And then we'd all go to midnight mass there. at St. Mary's and then go home and, and we would go to bed. And how my dad ever got anything accomplished as far as putting together your toys. Yeah, and without and the wheels falling off. Yeah, because we you know we left out apples for the reindeer and cookies for oh. Santa, and every year some pl- those would all disappear. But the thing that I that one of my favorite memories though was my mom used to pile all four of us into the car 
on a, like one night, like a week before Christmas, and we would go to Christmas Card Lane. Yeah. Oh, that's right. West Maine. Oh, West Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, West Maine. And drive oh, down Christmas right. Card Lane very slowly in that line of traffic. Yeah. And make Christmas cards. And then on the way back, we would stop at Bronson Park. Yep. And yeah. we would walk through Bronson yeah. Park together. Yeah. I think they cane. still do that, don't they? I think so. Yeah. I don't know, but that's, that's one of the things about Kalamazoo that like nobody else had. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And they changed the candy canes. I know there was a big brouhaha about oh, that. Oh, yeah. They wanted the old vintage what? ones, and they put up new ones. And I think like, my neighbors, Diane, I think the, my neighbors got the vintage ones because they lined their driveway. They got four of them or six of them, and they are beat up. I go, I think those are the ones from downtown. Ah. Like, seriously. They've had them a long time, and people... After mm-hmm. drinking on Christmas Eve, run into them. Right. Well, hey, John, I think your dad was on to Mrs. Zook. That's why he got lit. That might be. <laughs> it's very it possible. His, his way to survive Midnight Man. And all right, I can Kim, tell you, you're up. I, went, I saved all that kind of a Quaker. So yeah, I, I went to miss. I went to Midnight Mass multiple times in the wrong state of mind. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you're gonna. Girl, but I wasn't alone. I mean, I've been I've been sitting here listening, and y'all are gonna make me cry for a second time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you just did it, John. Christmas card lane and and walking through Bronson Park. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. We always did that. Uh-huh. And, and uh huh. And when we were little. I mean, we had, because it, Norm and Jane came from big families, and one lived in Delton and one lived in Bangor. So it, we would kind of swap off, you know, Chris, yeah, Christmas Eve day, one year would be in Delton, the next year in Bangor, and then Christmas Day, we'd go home, do Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, and then Christmas Day would be one or the other with, with the family. But... I loved Christmas. Um, when we were growing up, what 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 Norm would do, I mean, you know, we'd do Christmas Eve at one of the families. We'd come home, and this is when we were little. And I remember it happening, and I do. Um, he bought a set of sleigh bells, so we went to bed. Kyle and I, and, and, and they wrapped all the presents. And just as they were getting in bed about three in the morning, he reached under the edge of the bed and started shaking the sleigh bells. Oh, and I, 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 oh, sweet. I went nuts. You know, it's like, I saw Santa. I saw Santa. Santa's been here. I saw Santa. Um, <laughs> it was just the sweetest oh, thing. It, it really was. That's a sweet memory. So, that is. I mean, cause that's a good one. Y'all know Jane. I mean, it's like the house was decorated to the nth degree. Y'all know my mom. I mean, it really was. She she had, oh. yeah, we had the silver tree in the living room with all the white <laughs> furniture, plus the green tree with the family ornaments in the family room. So, Was your silver tree with one of those with the yep, yep, had the color wheel. Yeah. Yep, the color wheel. We had the color I'm wheel. I'm giving good uh, money to him. We had the wheel where the, t- the tree yeah. would change yeah. colors. Yeah, these yeah. Green, blue, red. <laughs> red to yep. green lights. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was. are back in. It was a silver. Yeah. It was a silver. Yeah. Silver, yeah. Yeah. silver yeah. tree. We always had a real tree. Yep. Yeah. So, well, we had a real tree in the family room. We had a real tree yeah. in the family room, and that, that's what I was talking about, where there's ornaments and lights. We've got lights that go back. 
three generations. Yeah, those oh. great big colored ones. The big ones. Oh, yeah, the big huge. Ones. Yeah. So, Noma. Noma yeah. light. Yeah. Um, the old-fashioned one? Old-fashioned? Yeah, the old-fashioned yeah, old yeah. one. Mm -hmm. One went out, the one up here. Here's a Christmas memory, but it's not a good one. Uh-oh. Uh, one here. Well, I here we opened, go, South. <laughs> I, no, it's not that bad. I opened every single present and then rewrapped it. It ruined my Christmas. And I've, I am into surprises. I don't want to know anything. Don't tell me. Don't. And it's all because I opened every single present that year. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. You opened Did it they, before? What's up? You opened them before? Like, yes. And then I re, okay. and I, I retaped them and, and put them back under there. It was the okay. worst Christmas ever. Okay. Um, was that you? just your presents or all of your presents? Just mine. Right, so I, I it's had a good a thing you were not my mother's daughter, Diane, because you couldn't have done it. Because she handmade all of her bows. She oh, hand tied oh, all of her bows. Very, very. And she um, would have known if you had. You would have known if you had unwrapped it. No, I. Your story, Steve. No, Diane, I have a very similar experience. So yes, it, it's a negative experience. So this was, I think, I just at to the point. I think my older sister told me that Santa Claus doesn't exist. And this is our house um, um, on Woodley after we moved. And we had we had a basement, but we had a crawl space. And, it, you know, you wouldn't, it, it was dark. It wasn't lit. And um, I I don't know. I just had, I, I thought that, well, maybe that's kind of where they hide them back there. And so um, th that's where the Santa gifts are. So my parents were out one night and I went back in there and, you know, removed all the camouflage and the stuff that they put in front of it. And I found stuff that I knew I'd asked for. And it just, it, like you said, it just ruined it for me. It's like, Aww. so you try to be surprised and, you know, it was, I'm just so, I still regret it, you know, to this yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, like, I, I love surprises. I love them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to know anything, yep. you know. What? So that, it really, that was, uh, it put a definite damper on Christmas that year for me. Yeah. Well, it's yep. where, this is where I'm going to give my mom and dad credit because you all been in my basement. I mean, there isn't anybody mm -hmm. here that didn't hang out in my basement for a little bit, you know, which is I where I live. And, I uh, hey, all right, we got Gina in. Um, well, yep, here comes Gina. So, hi, Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi. Gina. I didn't know your name was Georgina. How come I'm just seeing this for the first time? Oh, her mic's not on. Oh, you're, you're mic. muted. You're muted. muted. You got to unmute it, Gina. You got to unmute yourself, Gina. I can't unmute you. There you go. All right. Sorry. Or Gina. Yeah, Horgina. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Has, has your name always been on the screen and this is the first time I'm noticing it? I don't, I don't know. Yep, for it's sure. always been there. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, well my is John, so. <laughs> yeah. John. Yeah, oh, yeah, John. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking for me? No, we're, no, we're, we're talking. We're talking about John. Gina well, just joined. Names. It's not I didn't John. Know we're always looking for you, John. I had to go I, let a dog. I always look forward right. to, to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gina, we just so, talked about Christmas. You know, yeah, your memories. memories. Yeah. In Kalamazoo, growing up as a kid. Oh. Gosh, our favorite Christmas memories from Kalamazoo. Wow. 
Hmm. I mean, I think most of my probably when I was real little and still believed in Santa Claus and. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> Were you? Are you the oldest? <laughs> I'm the oldest of five. All right, so no one could ruin it for you, like like Steve's sister. Yeah. <laughs> she let the cat out of the bag, Jen. Uh, yeah, my mother would have killed either one of my sisters if they had. And they probably knew that. Well, oh, you know. No, they, Diane, it continued until we were adults because as long as there was somebody in the family that was young enough that believed in Santa Claus, my mother still bought us all presents from Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. My nephews and nieces when they were growing up because they were coming for Christmas mm-hmm. Day. We all had presents under the tree from Santa Claus because oh, that's true. there was wow. no age discrimination right. in our house. Yeah. I that's still do. Borgette was all about it. <laughs> I what, Baron? Give my kids gifts from Santa. That's cute. I'll be right yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. See, we carry on these traditions like the oranges yeah. and stuff. You know, because it's yeah. like as simple as everything sounds, it's like it's what you remember, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and so you want to bring it to the next generation. So it's more for than years, just my grandmother made Danish yeah. butter. I'm sorry, Jim. No, no, no. Go ahead. For years, my grandmother would make Danish butter cookies and everybody oh, went home with Danish butter cookies. Then my mom did it. And Rob and I, for years, every Christmas Eve, we would go to Kalamazoo and make I, I I can't tell you how many, 300, 400 Danish butter cookies with my yeah. mom until oh. we got to the point where she really, you know, we would do it and she would just kind of come in and supervise. And now this this Friday, Rob and I are making Danish butter cookies yeah. up here. Oh. And then we're bringing them to Kalamazoo next weekend. To distribute oh. them to do you, are you Danish? My mom, my grandmother on my mom's side was 100% Danish. Yeah, I am Danish as well. My mom's father is 100% Danish. So, she lived in when I was, you know, since I was born in Paris, she went and saw all of the relatives in Denmark and was able to do that. And she was the only, you know, child that, you know, could do something like that, meet all the relatives. Yeah, my dad's side was Polish. My mom was English and Danish. My grandfather and my mom's side was from England. My grandmother was from Denmark. Yeah, when they were 30, they looked about 90. Wow. My wife's mom was all Danish, too. The Danish in that family is silent. The Irish (laughs) is quite pronounced. (laughs) Sweeney. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. Uh, what is everyone's nationality? Gina, Georgina, what is your nationality? So primarily English, Irish, and so a little bit of a little bit of what? German. Is Georgina your real your legal name? Georgina is my legal name, and I remember at the first day of school every year it was like Georgina, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my mom's. First name was Georgette, and her maiden name was Darlington. Oh, wow. Okay, so 
and Mary, I don't know if you remember this from St. Mary's, but my middle name is Darlington. Oh, I don't remember that. I got into a few school fights with, I think, Steve <laughs> I Gwynn over my, because he would call me Darling. Oh, oh. Oh, geez. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I got funny. I did not know that. My name is John Darlington Stan, is it? Yeah. My middle oh, name is Meredith. Meredith? My name is Meredith? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had to yeah, light well, a few uh, people. I had to light a few people up on that. I, I, I've known your <laughs> middle Meredith. name. Meredith, wow. Yeah, I've known what your middle name. What is your name? Name? Yeah. I'm named, I'm named after my great-great-great-grandfather. His first name was Thomas. His last name was Meredith. Hey, stop uh, that. What is your nationality? What am I not? Yeah. <laughs> mutt. <laughs> yeah, we're all mutt. I'm kind of a mutt. Yeah. Well, I'm half Polish because my mother was all Polish. And then um, Irish, the Bennett part supposedly is Welsh. But since we kind of, my, my little brother did a little research and it sounds like the Bennett's, the Bennett's came from Ireland. But mm. the Lynches mm-hmm. came from Ireland. The Merediths are English, but the um, and then my grandma Bennett, my great grandma Bennett was a Shook. She was German, Ida Mae Shook, and then um, but my brother did some checking. He thinks that the guy that came over was Noah Bennett, and then Sam Bennett was his son, Ray Bennett, Perry Bennett, me. So, anyhow, long story short, my brother seems to think that. Noah Bennett was one step ahead of the law. And, oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, he was a Protestant Catholic, I think. I don't think he was a Protestant Irishman. I don't think he was Catholic. I think his my grandfather, Ray Bennett, converted, was converted by my grandma Lynch, who was his wife. But I think he was probably one of those guys chucking bombs with the IRA kind of thing. I think Whoa. they were, yeah, one of those kind of guys. Yeah. Hang, so hanging out yeah. with my great grandparents, probably. <laughs> well, the McCabe's were over there, Kip and Bangor. So I was going to say we, you, we you, might be related. We actually, I looked at ancestry. You and I are related. That oh, should stop, scare people. Stop! 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 stop. <laughs> that should scare people. Um, Scaring me. <laughs> so, so, so I'm having nightmares. Jack, I need therapy. So, um, <laughs> My mother's father, George Darlington, ran away from home when he was like 15 years old and joined Ringling Brothers. So my grandfather rode with in the Wild Bill Hickok show. Oh my god, how interesting. In Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. At least he wasn't throwing bombs in Dublin. Right. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Steve, yeah, what's your nationality? Bill, what, Steve? Uh, I'm just going to, sorry, a little diversion here. But speaking of Wild Bill Hickok, I don't know if you knew this, but um, my previous house uh, here in, in Ann Arbor, um, there was this, um, right on um, uh, Ellsworth Road, there was this old farmhouse. And um, it was... Why it belonged to the Wild Bill Hickok and his family. Mm-hmm. It was a centennial farmhouse built really? in 1860. Yeah, and it, they were just, you know, putting subdivisions up left and right. And we all said, well, we hope they preserve this. And we, there was some movement to try to preserve it because Ann Arbor's like so, you know, pretty gung ho 
um, you know, home preservation and yeah. neighborhood preservation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the historical society was trying to get them to preserve it. And then I don't know what they would do with it, but they lost out and somebody bought it. And now it's a subdivision. But I, it's just, uh, yeah, so I, it, Wild I, Bill Hickok had quite a, quite a uh, history here in, in Michigan. I remember that because Custer was from Monroe, too. Yeah, There's a whole exactly. lot of history. Yeah, well, we can forget. Him yeah. we can forget. But, yeah. <laughs> see, because I lived right out Whitaker in Ipsy, Steve. That old, mm-hmm. that gray farmhouse yeah. south of 94, just as yep. you go into Ipsy Township on Whitaker, that was me. That okay. Great, yeah, that was yeah. me right there. So, yeah. But here, let's see if I can, does it, does it even show it? No, the light's shining too much. No, no origins. Oh, I can see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now we can. Now we can. Yeah. yeah. Irish. Can't see the... Irish, hundred percent. No, it's fifty-three percent Irish and thirty percent green part. That the big green part, and then thirty percent um, Scots and Welsh, and everything else just kind of combined in the little tiny pie slices. <laughs> but because the original family name on my mother's side was O'Herlihy, the O'Herlihys and the Holloways, and the McCabe's on mm-hmm. on Grandpa's side. So the McCabe's, Tom. On grandpa's sides. Just a minute. I can't hear you, Kip. I can't hear you. Lay <laughs> down. Yeah. So. He's your cousin. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like fourth cousins once removed or something like that. But we are related. Not far enough removed, evidently. Well, that's it's, isn't that, isn't that the six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon, right? We're all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, all, we're, we're only six, six degrees separated from one another. So. Right. Uh, Sounds like you're, there's less than that with Kip and Tom, so. Yeah. <laughs> a little less than that. Yeah. yeah. So. This is our family tree right here. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't branch. I, well, here's, and, and, no here, here's another thing um, and, that I was thinking about, too. And, and, uh, and it goes right in line with what John was asking people. The other thing that I want to do in terms of music this time is I want to do Christmas music from this group, and I don't oh. care. I don't care if it's classical or gospel or pop or country. Whatever you want to hear for Christmas music, whatever fires you up, you know, and and, and makes reminds oh. you of Christmas. Let's do Great that. Idea. And by the way, it is completely Wham and and Mariah Free Zone. If you like those songs, they can go in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no penalty for that. No, I don't know. I'm thinking Andy Williams. What's that? Well, let's finish up with the yeah, nationality. Andy Williams. I, that's what I, yeah, yeah, keep going with that. But uh, I well, to people well, start obviously I'm German, right? So, but um, uh, you know, I would say Boss that. Tom and Baum. Yeah, yeah, right. Das ist Yeah, yeah. Well, you were we we had we had Frau Elman, John, and I. So. <laughs> So, yeah, so obviously a big, big chunk of German, but my mother's maiden name is Agnew. So there's some Irish, a little bit of Irish a uh, little probably to be related to Tom and Kip, but, and then also just English. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's, that, that, those are the big ones in, in, in my, uh, my national. Jill. Mine, my mom's side, um, they were, she, she was um, the granddaughter of a famous whaling ship captain. So it was Caribbean, and they ended up in 
uh, New Bedford, Massachusetts. Um, she was an extremely wealthy young lady. My dad, on the other hand, um, my last name is Baskerville, as you know, and they all came from uh, the plantation in Virginia. Hmm. So that's my dad's side. And it was Ghana and Cameroon. So that's Oh, you I'm got a- that track back. I have oh, a yeah. couple friends from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've got a oh, friend wonderful. from Ghana here in Buffalo who is an incredible master drummer. He was trained over there and then came here. But Ghana's known for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, whoa. <laughs> One of my Kuna. girls, one of my girls mm-hmm. played soccer with a bunch of Ghana girls in college, and actually one of them was royalty. Mm-hmm. She actually played. Wow. Yeah, she actually, uh, she actually played on the Ghana Olympic team. Super mm-hmm. bright girls, but they made something in the kitchen that wasn't something you wanted to go back and smell. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and called it green gack. It looked like it was they. Warm it up, and honestly, it smelled awful. I don't know what it was, but she, she just called it Ghana gag when they started cooking, and she left because, oh my God, it just smelled. It did. It smelled. I thought, like, what is that? Yeah. But you know, teach their own, I guess. Did yep. you taste yeah. it? It's an acquired taste, I'm sure. Oh, it would be. It would be because that was just like, oh my, what is that? You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my friend, her husband, oh gosh, where is he? He's from, I think he's from Nigeria, but she has uh, a kitchen set up in her garage. She won't let him cook in the house because yeah. everything's, and there's another kitchen downstairs too, because wow. everything's so greasy and messy Me and, too. you know, it's like, no, she goes outside, downstairs, yeah. not in my kitchen. <laughs> that no. really smells. Yeah. Oh, the Cameroon, the Cameroon side is seafood. Yum. We're, yeah. we're, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Ghana food, no, I know. Sorry. Goats uh, and whatever. Mira, are you all Irish? Um, you know, my dad, he's 100%. My mom, she had to do some tracing back when she was in college. She dated a lawyer. And he actually found her real mother, her birth mother. Oh, and, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, yeah. And back then it was kind of like, ooh, you're not supposed to do that. Because, you know, everything was sealed. But she found her and it was not an Oprah moment. Um, She found her up in the Sioux. We have like a gazillion cousins up there, we found out. And she did not want to claim like her at all. And so, Uh um, yeah, so she, we had, I remember going to their farm once. And anyways, um, we were introduced as like, you know, not her grandchildren, but. Um, like long lost cousins or something like that. And we couldn't say grandma in front of my, would have been my step grandfather. So anyway. So you um, really were the redheaded step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I but it's so deep that your mom there. has the relationship with her brother. Uh, so her brother, her brother that found her. Yeah. You mean? Yeah. So. Uncle Jim, oh my God, he was my heart. We loved him so much. He found he was going to Western, and my mom still wrote to her mother every Mother's Day. She wrote her a Mother's Day card, and that woman was not very nice. And she would always like either tear it up or something. You know, she would destroy it, and um, she would never ever 
you know, communicate in any way with my mom. And, um, but my, my uncle would get the mail and he would every around mother's day, you know, he would see this mail coming in from Kalamazoo and he just, you know, as he grew, he figured out it was mother's day that it was coming in the mail. Cause he would get the mail all the time. Cause like they were very rural and it, the mailbox was far out by the road. So he was getting it anyways. So he figured it out. And when he was in college, he, um, I don't know, somehow he um, notified my mom. I don't, I'm not really sure how that happened. So much of it is kind of like lost. And um, so he, I remember him coming and my mom meeting him, though, in our family room and like all five of our heads like dee, 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 up the wall, like, you know, like in a movie looking out. And my dad <laughs> came and shooed us all away, you know, back to our bedrooms. But it was just, it was very much, uh, you know, a hallmark for your mom. Yeah. It was a Hallmark movie because they just sobbed and sobbed. And mm-hmm. He was well, a Western family. student. Family huh? was everything to your mom, you yeah, know. So it was. Yeah. To be shunned by her own mother, you know. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. But you know, her entire family, and there was like 11 of 11 kids, like, you know, like you guys, the Crookstons and whatnot, and Tommy, your family. They all were just so gracious and open-armed to us, and they were so mad at her because she was like that. Because they had a gigantic family, and she was not, she was always, she shunned us. <laughs> was she yeah, the was, oldest? Was your mom, mom the oldest? Yeah. My mom was the oldest. Well, yeah, because she was. So she was the, the first grandmother. Born and then... was, yeah, because she was born when she was 15, 14 or 15, my grandmother, like biological. She was born in a wagon in a snowstorm in the Sioux. Oh, my goodness. So she and nobody a... knew about her. Yeah, she was an oops, oh shit. That's why she didn't yeah. didn't want to know about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was a the biological grandfather was a logger. You know, they come to town, they come to the Sioux. He lived in Shingleton in the UP. He'd go to the Sioux, you know, working. And they hooked up and she got pregnant. And so anyways. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was, yeah. Yeah. But she did she did track her back and and she was um she was uh, English, mainly Eng- English. And my grandfather, she did track down her grandfather, who actually raised her. It was, I, it's just, it gets into a very long story because um, his wife couldn't have children. And he was Irish. Um, he was a Kennedy. And so. <laughs> Most Kennedy. Right. So she's, um, so we children Blanders. are like. Seven, 75, 25. We're like mainly Irish, but we've got probably 25% in there. It's not. Maybe eight, maybe 80, 20. You know, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a horrific story. I mean, you know, for your mom, but it's a wonderful story, you know, when you start thinking about um, the connections and, the, and what your mom went on to do. Mm-hmm. And, right. Mm-hmm. And for all of yeah. you, for you know the family that she raised, because it was a totally different dynamic. And you know, right, I always just remember your mom being this tall, steadfast woman. Yeah. Whenever I saw her at church and at school, that I just I, I almost revered your mother because, yeah, so nice because of her stature. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I remember seeing her at the hospital once. I think I was, I might have been there having my tonsils at, like when I was at Borges or Pip? in the fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. And she was there. At Pip or Do you remember Borges? the Cipolla family? Oh, yeah. We, we still, um, we still communicate. We, we're still good friends with them. Yeah. Because we go to the, do you go to the Sokola Foundation ever? Yeah. And, and do you go to their events? with Rita Sokola. Rita, yeah. One of the, the sisters, because she's the one that actually was the nurse when I had my tonsils out. She oh, was in the operating room with me. Yeah. Aw. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, I remember, sorry. what was her name? Darlene. I can't remember. She was the director of nurses at, at Borges, but her and my mom were best friends when she was a nurse there. And I remember I was older. I mean, I had kids and I had a reaction and I couldn't breathe. I, it was a composing like reaction. I was really sick. And so my Jim called my mom over here to come and take me to the ER, which she did. And Jim, cause we had three little kids, you know, babies at the time. And so then my mom is like old school in it with her nurse buddies there in ER. And I remember her friend was the director of nurses of the whole hospital. And mom was the director of nurses at PIP. And I'm like not breathing in the chairs. And they're just having old home week. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying in the chairs. And some old man is just sitting right across from me. And he's his eyes are bigger and bigger and bigger. He's like, like 100. And his caregiver finally sees that I'm going to pass out. And she goes and gets the, the old man. I'll never forget his face. Like, oh, shit, that lady's going to die. That young girl, she's going to die. <laughs> he couldn't speak. Yeah. I just, and I was like, Mom, later, like, geez, I was going to die. And you're visiting. <laughs> She's like, Oh, it's my old friends, you know. Like, so. uh, oh, boy, all I just got to give you this shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? All I need is. Well, listen, guys, I got to go. I got an early morning. I was going to yeah, well, say, Diane, right. Diane left. So here's something. We've been here for like almost an hour and a half. I know. Yeah. I know. So, so there's, there's, there's two things. There's two things. Um, one, like I say, any piece of Christmas music you want. Okay. Any piece. Second thing. <laughs> I said it before. I'm going to say it again. I love all of you very much. And I wish you the happiest of holidays. And I wish you to know the comfort and warmth of connection and love and family and the people around you. And I am so grateful for all of you and for your presence in my life for over 50 years. You are incredible. And one of these days we'll all meet on Christmas Card Lane or in Bronson. We will. Yeah. Wouldn't that be will. wonderful? And, yeah. and John. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Right. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas everybody. everybody. All right. Merry Thank Christmas, you. everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe 
help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase It's from one to Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to Continued both days 
Soon it 
Christmas
A newborn king to see pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Our finest gifts we bring pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum, rum-pa-pum-pum Years from now, perhaps we'll see our finest days of glory. Say the day when the living peace, so peace on earth when we come. But to fire, it's so delightful And since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow And it doesn't show signs of stopping And I brought me some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow when we finally said goodnight How I hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight oh, all the way home I'll be warm Yeah, the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbying But as long as you love me so let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight Well, all the way home I'll be warm Oh, the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye but as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, 
Let it snow. So there. It's snow. You've heard music, Christmas music, at least one from each of us. Myself, John, Mary, Jill, Tom, Diane, Steve. Now, I said we put together three hours worth of music between music we remembered from back in the day. I'm going to tell you now how to listen to it. I'm on Spotify as well, and I did a public playlist, and it is called CBC Christmas 2023. That's the letter C, letter B, letter C, one word, and then one word Christmas, and then 2023, 2023, and it's under Kip Williams. And if you're on Spotify, you can find it. It's three hours worth of Christmas music from back in the day. And like I said, this is one of two Christmas shows. Uh, this one was really important to put together, the people that we've been together for a year now meeting. And if you're from Comstock and we haven't heard from you, we do think of you fondly and we love you. Um, there'll be a second show next week, all Heron people and, and more Christmas music uh, for this holiday season. If I don't talk to you again before or until the, the end of the year or into the new year, what I want you to know this holiday season is that I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Whatever holiday you celebrate, a happy Yule, a happy Solstice, a happy Hanukkah, a happy Kwanzaa. And what I wish for you is this, where there is cold, I wish you warmth. Where there is emptiness, I wish you fullness. Where there is dark, I wish you light. And I wish for you the joy of connection and family and love and the remembrance of Christmas's past and that you take a few moments to appreciate all that you have and all that you've done. I gotta get back out into the night. The Nomad Project, my personal project, Benefit and Charity, ramps up this time of year. And it is time for me to go do some more pickups and deliveries that's how I spend my holidays, is making sure that people who have it worse than me can have an enjoyable couple of days, can know that somebody somewhere cares about them. And I care about you, whoever you are, wherever you are. I got your back. When you need me, I'll be there. Love y'all.